Limitless Wrestling fans, John Alba here on a pretty offhanded edition of the Limitless Wrestling Podcast. Normally joined by my co-host, the czar of Limitless Wrestling, Randy Carver. But on this episode, I am joined by one of the OGs of the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, a man who I both love and hate, but more so love. Uh, the danger kid himself, DK, uh, how are you today? It has just been such a crazy, crazy week. This week has been by far like the longest month of my life. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm hanging in there, man. Like there's a lot going on, a lot to take in, a lot to process. I'm feeling it. Uh, everyone I know is feeling it. Uh, people I barely know are feeling it like it's there's just a lot but me myself in my own little bubble I'm okay you know I I'm doing fine like it is a lot mentally but physically like I'm, I'm living I'm breathing I am not really affected directly by a lot of the things happening right now um, I'm just most mostly like feeling for everyone that is affected by these sure. things mm-hmm. so Absolutely. Well, first off, physically, you said you feel okay. It's been a long layoff. You're starting to get back into the ring. Things starting to come together a little bit for you on that front. Oh, yeah. And not starting. I I moved up back to Bangor near the dojo in April. So first week of April. So I've been back at it since then. So I didn't really have any downtime. I've been in there rolling around and doing my thing, making sure I'm not losing any steps. So what has been um, what has been the hardest part? Now that you're kind of back in the swing of things with training, at least you're starting to have some people come through the dojo. What has been the hardest part mm-hmm. about getting them back into their their routine, if you will? Oh, cardio, baby! Everybody's dead, including yeah. me. You know what I mean? I'm I'm drilling them with a whole new level of cardio that I don't think the dojo had ever seen. Um, before I got there, so that's just something that I know I needed to work on. Um, I just, I feel like my cardio is decent, but just getting into a better shape overall in general and looking better, um, you know, and that's good, the good basis of wrestling training is being able to do everything we do in the ring and not get blown up and all that jazz. So how's, how's Mac Daniels doing is the important question. Have not been in there with him one time at all. Okay. I'll have to send some he's te- a chump. I'll have to send some texts. We'll yeah. He's to... too good for the dojo i guess i don't know i'm supposed to be in there on sunday morning with him i'm okay. getting in there with him and uh agro as well so okay so he'll like both should be interesting up. got it got it got it got it yeah if you, if you want to put it like that <laughs> well i'm glad to hear that things are getting back to normal somewhat at the dojo at least that's that's good news um, yeah i want to say this real quick before we get into the main topic of today's podcast and i'm going to be transparent with everyone here and i i hope that some of you heed this as a warning or advice whatever you may because frankly i'm i'm pretty angry uh right now and it's Mm. i've been in quarantine dk for a week now um i wear my mask everywhere i go i bring hand sanitizer 70 percent alcohol hand sanitizer everywhere i go I have been incredibly, incredibly cautious in the wake of COVID. And I interacted with someone who neglected to inform anyone else that they had been tested. 
and that next day they tested positive and I had to wait six and a half hours to get a test the next day. And it is a week later and I still have not gotten my result. And that is absolutely I am, unreal. I am so angry for so many different reasons, different leadership and government and whatever it may be. But the thing that I'm most angry about is the fact that said person couldn't have the decency to not only let the other people know that they had been tested, but not wear a mask, to go out, not distance, and not respect me as a person or anyone else that they're with. So I'm asking anyone out there who thinks that, that it's a minor inconvenience to wear a mask or that it's an infringement on their rights, you can't tell me what to do. I'm asking you for once to not think about us as a society of me, but instead a society of we. And think about your friends and your family and that you may be carrying something that may not be dangerous to you or may not feel dangerous to you, but could become dangerous to somebody else or could cost somebody else their job or could leave somebody in an economic state that they're not able to bounce back out of. I'm asking everyone to dig down for just a few minutes and try not to be selfish because you have an ability to impact others. And I'm not trying to sit on a soapbox here or anything, but right now I'm in a state where there are 5,000 new cases a day. And it is baffling to me. Sure, a lot of them are asymptomatic, but you still have an ability to transmit something that could really do some damage to somebody else. And I just hope that some people open their eyes, Danny. I know it's been I know it's been a pretty contentious issue up there in Maine, and I just hope some people start to smarten up a little bit. Well, I just got to say amen to all that. Uh, I couldn't have said it any better. I fully agree with everything you said. Um, we, uh, I am very unfortunate to be in a, case, in a state where the cases are slowly, slowly declining, and our governor seems to really care about the citizens and everything. I know down in Florida, I just can't even imagine how things must be down there. I, I truly feel for you it's throughout insanity. this time. And we hear all this news with WWE and all these positive tests. I have friends there. It makes me sad that some of them have been put through this ringer, some at their own cause and others, you know, by circumstance. Uh, and in AEW as well. And all these promotions that are running locally and, it's just it just really stinks for me. And, you know, I was going to be part of the Synergy Wrestling First Responders for Coronavirus Benefit Show in New Jersey on July 11th. But now I probably can't be because New Jersey is saying, hey, if you're in Florida, you can't come up here without quarantining for 14 days because we don't trust how things have been handled there. And that really upsets yeah. me because that was going to be for a really good cause. And I can't be a part of that now. So I'm asking everyone to just put your selfishness away for a few months and bring in your selflessness and work to benefit other people. And, and it's, it's pretty surreal to me, DK, that, you know, countries from around the world are starting to kick this thing. And yet here we are in the U.S. and we just can't get a stranglehold on it. Yeah, man, I saw an infograph today and, you know, I didn't, I didn't fact check it because it was just something in passing and just like on Twitter, I think, but like just looking at the the decline of other countries yep. versus like the huge, the huge, like, oh, our country is, we're doing it all wrong. Yeah. Like, I, and I don't mean to sit here and critique, you know, the country that I live in, but like, it's facts, like look at the numbers and there's a lot of yeah. things that I think we do wrong as a nation, but I mean, 
This is something you, that's I, a, I it's know, apolitical, man. Danny. It's it's something that that everyone can do their part, and that's all we're mm-hmm. asking here. So, and if you want to yeah. see Limitless Wrestling shows return, that's what you got to do. You got to do your part. So, yeah, I would love that. I'd love to, uh, you know, be able to wrestle for people again. That would be <laughs> fantastic. It'd be but, great, you know, wouldn't it? <laughs> I have come to terms with uh, the fact that, you know, I'm not going to wrestle this summer. It's just not going to happen. Um, and, you know, it sucks, but, like, it, it is what it is. I've come to terms with that. Wait, has that been hard for you to come to terms with? Uh, you know, it was at first. I had a big huge grief period uh just nasty little bout of depression uh right when everything happened uh because you know we got to hone in on when this happened like mid-march right that's Mm -hmm. when lockdowns really started happening and things were getting canceled left and right um that was two weeks before mania yep i was supposed to be in tampa so was aggro we were coming down there we had five bookings i couldn't wait three days all like company debuts except for one um huge huge for us and that just got taken away from us we already had plane tickets bought you know which we have to use by september i don't see that happening so pissed away a plane ticket which always sucks and you know just i know i was really looking forward to that trip and it just got taken away from me and it seems it was so shocking to me, like when I was sitting there realizing how serious this whole thing was and putting the pieces together, like, wow, my trip's in jeopardy. All these bookings I have coming from Je- are in jeopardy. And like when it really hit me that like none of this stuff was happening, I, I was devastated, you know, selfishly. Uh, but, you know, then I got past that and was like, you know what? Everybody's affected by this, not just me. I'm going on this extended break. I don't know how long it's going to be. All I can do is not be upset about it because that's not going to help anything and use this time that I have now and use it wisely because wrestling took up a lot of my time before. So now I have all this free time and it's just like, what do you do with it? All right, well, let's learn some stuff. Let's uh, get into some things I've been meaning to get into. Let's do stuff that I've been putting on the back burner. Now's the time to do all that instead of being negative and full of piss and vinegar you know i'm just trying to take it all that energy and turn it into positives does your body feel a little more healed i haven't felt this good ever john alba ever i feel amazing well that's a good thing then that's a good thing you'll be quicker you'll be more agile i hope so and it will allow you to we we talk about here on the podcast Every week, we talked about it last week with D.L. Hurst. You can go back and listen to the archives wherever you find the Limitless Wrestling Podcast. Your body calluses when you're bumping all the time. So if, oh, you, if you stop bumping, then maybe you lose that. But like you said, you've been pretty much rolling around since April. So so that's uh, that's probably kept you in pretty decent ring shape, I'd imagine. Ring shape-wise, I literally feel better than before pandemic if that puts in perspective for you. That's good. Now, I haven't had a match since March, so that's like a whole different animal. Uh, first match is going to be interesting in a lot of different ways, but me physically, how I feel as a being, I'm pretty confident in myself. So, Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that you're healthy, and whenever you want to do that MSP, Mac Daniels, John Alba rematch, I'm game. Soon. I'm game. I've got some 
I've got some reason for revenge here. My chest is still red. Good. You deserve it. I don't I don't know about that. But anyway, we're going to talk this this episode about something that has kind of taken over the pro wrestling world and it is something that has even hit our friend Randy pretty hard because it's a heartbreaking thing to see going on when there are so many people that you care about and there are so many people that you grow to trust and maybe they turn out to be someone that you didn't think they were or didn't know they were or maybe they hurt someone that you care about. And that's this hashtag speaking out movement that we've seen come across pro wrestling that has derailed the careers of many with merit in most cases. It has brought to question uh, how we feel about some of our idols, some of our heroes, and it has brought to light just how imperfect of a pro wrestling culture that we have. No matter how much positivity we may try to put forth, there is this dark thing that just kind of hovers over everything. So you're a pretty outspoken guy. And you're not someone who takes, for lack of a better term, you don't take a lot of shit. So when this started crossing your radar, what was going through your head? Um, a lot, man, honestly. Um, it's kind of, it kind of was like what I was just talking about when the pandemic hit and everything started getting canceled. It just kind of was like an immediate shock. You know what I mean? Like, I can't even remember, uh, like, the first case that I saw pop up of this whole speaking out movement thing. It's it's irrelevant, really. But um, just the amount, the amount of cases, the amount of survivors just speaking up and all these accounts, just all the disgusting stuff that I have been reading for the last week of people I don't know, people that I do know. It's it's absolutely jarring. And I, I, I'm still going through the processing phase. I think we all are, because it's still going on. There are new people speaking out every single day. I, I learned of a couple new cases today within <laughs> the state of Maine, unfortunately. Um, we're a tiny state, but we're not exempt from bullshit like this. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's still going on. It's still being processed, but you know, I'm, I'm 100% with survivors. Um, I think, and all, and all the legitimate cases, you know, I mean, there's, I don't, I haven't really seen any, but anybody that would use something like this for personal vendettas or make up stories or any bullshit like that, like that's completely unacceptable but the legitimate cases and there have been so many i'm with those survivors because like i i knew that wrestling it's not the best environment obviously like we've heard the stories of the old days we know all about it but i had no idea that still into this day in 2020 that the, the the sheer volume of bullshit like this could be running this rampant in our business it's absolutely mind-boggling I had Jim Valley of the Wrestling Observer on my Living the Gimmick podcast this past week, and we were talking about some of this speaking out stuff. And he brought up a great point that even in an era of pro wrestling where kayfabe, quote unquote, 
is broken down a lot more and we open up that fourth wall a lot more for a lot of performers this is still their place where they can kind of pretend to live in a fantasy world and for a lot of people that fantasy world enables them in their mind not in reality but in their mind Mm. to attempt things that they shouldn't do or that they've subconsciously always wanted to do and it brings out the absolute worst in some people and we look the other way a lot of times because we're like well it's that's just the industry that's that's the boys you know that's 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 what we're expected to to know when we see someone with a gimmick of flaccid genitalia dancing around we're like oh that's just a gimmick it's whatever but it turns out to be something so much more and these warning signs are in front of us dk it feels like we need to be better at not not enabling and and not giving so much of the benefit of the doubt to some people where deep down if we might feel hey there might be something up here we need to be better at being proactive about that absolutely um and i think you look at um you know some of the bigger cases you know i don't really want to sit here and like pick apart the names that have uh, been you know thrown out there but i mean a couple of big ones i think they were probably the first the two biggest ones uh like a david Starr and like a joey ryan um, most of us knew who those guys are, or, or were rather. Um, but you know, the, I feel like people have been talking about these guys for years and saying like they're not good dudes, they're not good dudes. And it really just took a movement like this for everyone to really listen. And I really, I, like you said, we just need to do better. We need to really look in between all these lines, all these cracks, and really make sure that everyone's on the up and up. Because all this shit's going on, and it's total rock star mentality. That's exactly you know, you're talking it. About, That's exactly it. Yeah, you know, you're talking about like, oh, well, we're these characters, and so those performers might feel that they're, you know, entitled to whatever, whatever. Um, you know, we're all fucking people. You know, we are all people. You and I, we're people. The fans, they're people. Brad Pitt's just a person. You know, we're all just people. I don't care how big of a name you are. Well, I don't care if you're a celebrity. I don't care how small you are. Like, if you're homeless, like, we're all people and we're all the same and we're all capable of the same things. And unfortunately, that includes bullshit like what the Speak Out movement has brought to the forefront. Even if you have an Emmy, you're a person too. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm reminded. How does that make you feel? How does that make you feel, John Alba? I'll do a funny sidebar here. I was on that. I was telling you about that Synergy Pro Wrestling show. We did a bracket reveal for the Garden State Invitational Tournament that Retro AG won last year, and we were doing it mm. for this year. And Chris Van Vliet's on the panel. And Chris Van Vliet has four Emmys. So uh, they were sticking wow. that in my face, and that was that did not feel good. It humbled me a little bit. What maybe, a maybe, I'll, maybe, maybe I'll have a change of, uh, change, of, change of face here in Limitless Wrestling. Who knows? No, I won't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but in all seriousness, in all seriousness here, um, I just feel so heartbroken. I feel so heartbroken and angry and disappointed because you mentioned that the day we record this that we heard about some cases in Maine 
one of which was someone who I grew very close to during my time in Maine. And, Same. And someone who I felt taught me a lot of things about how to perform and, and how to do certain things and where to be at certain times. And that heartbreak and realization of this person is maybe not who I thought they were is so difficult to come to terms with. And I feel guilty in a way where like hearing this stuff now, I also say to myself simultaneously, well, maybe I'm not all that surprised by that. And mm. I think that's a problem that, that I say that to myself and I'm like, why was I not more proactive about doing something? Maybe I could have helped. And I know that's an irrational way to think it sometimes, but like, I think it's human for us to think that way. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I have been in the same boat. Um, that same individual. Um, I, when I posted about it, when I saw the, the speak out post go up today and I reposted it on my, uh, my personal Facebook, I even said like, I'm sadly not surprised. And I've said that a lot this week about all this stuff. And yeah, you're right. That's, that's a jarring realization to have about oneself when you have that thought to yourself when news like this comes out. Um, I, I've had, you know, a couple that have completely shocked me, but I've also had just as many that have, I've had that response and that's crazy to me. And yeah, we all definitely need to do better. So no more bullshit, no more, no more passes. What do you think pro wrestlers can do? Cause I can't speak to this perspective, but you can, what can pro wrestlers do to try to ensure, cause you're never going to perfectly be able to do it, but to, to do your best to ensure that this kind of stuff does not happen. We just need to police our own business more because no one else is going to do it. You know, I mean, promoters can, can do what they can do and, Fans can do what they can do. Like they can speak out, you know, unfortunately if something does happen to them and this, the proof has been in the pudding that like people will listen, but it, I don't want it to get to that point. It shouldn't get to that point. And us as wrestlers, we need to police the shows and the business in general. If we see shady shit online, shut it down. If we see shady stuff at the merch table, shut it down. If we see shady shit in the locker room, shut it down. It doesn't matter where it's happening wrestlers are all over the place we're at the merch table we're in the locker room we're out on the floor during the shows we're in gorilla we know we're all in tune with each other online if you see something that doesn't sit well with you you know listen to your gut if, if your gut is telling you something about something a person is doing or saying or whatever speak on it don't let it slide bring attention to the matter get to the bottom of it right then and there so that we don't have more people victimized and having to come out and have their own speak out story. We don't need more of those. We've had more this week than we ever should have had ever. And a lot of the people speaking out are fellow pro wrestlers. Does that really hit hard for you? Yeah, that is insane to me. Um, you know, there's not a lot of that going on in new England. I don't think, um, especially with the female talent. I do feel like there isn't a large pool of female talent in New England. Definitely not in Maine. I don't believe that there are any current active wrestlers in Maine. Um, we do have a trainee who's a female, but only one. And uh, so I haven't really had any of that like firsthand, but it's like a lot of like, you look at the UK scene, 
a lot of female talent in the UK scene it has been affected by this. And it, that I feel like blew up early on this week with the whole speak out movement. And like, I don't, I don't know any of those women, but I feel for them. And it just seeing it like, you know, they're in my shoes, just over across the pond. They're just trying to live their dream. They're just trying to make it. And like, they have all this that they have to deal with and have been thrown their way in their time in the business when like, like someone like me, like I haven't, dealt with anything like that you know in my five years i couldn't imagine the like the struggle of because wrestling's a struggle in general you know what i mean starving artist whatever there's been plenty of times in the last five years where i've been like i should just fucking quit you know what i mean for multiple reasons none of them have to do with anything on speak out movement sexual harassment and all the stuff of that nature like i couldn't imagine that on top of just the journey of being a wrestler in general that's insane to me. And so those women are strong. And simultaneously, I think it needs to be said as well that there are also guys who are victims of this. There are men who are Absolutely. victims of this. There are non-binary folks who are victims of this who may feel a little more intimidated not to speak up because they're supposed to act a certain way mm. or they're supposed to come from a certain background. And that's that's just not okay either. I completely agree. Um, I think we need to, we need to get rid of the tough guy mentality in wrestling. We're all fake fighting in our underwear. You know what I mean? If you're really that tough, like go, go do MMA, go do boxing, go do anything else. You know what I mean? Like wrestling is really just combat theater. Like it's really like, there's no like room for the tough guy mentality here at all. So, um, and, and, and the male, survivors and the non-binary individuals like all their cases are just as valid as all the women's like it, it doesn't matter you know sure. what your gender is what your creed is it, trans, it doesn't matter whatever at all. it may be hmm? trans whatever it may be yeah it, it, it doesn't matter i i fully encourage everyone to speak up um i know it sucks that some people would feel afraid to speak up and like they do have to kind of keep that that tough guy front almost or whatever. But no, I, I, I really, really hope that there aren't too many people sitting on stories. No. I know that there are, but I really, I hope that the number is a lot smaller than I think and, it is. And I can't believe this needs to be said, but unequivocally it is never okay. Ever, 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 ever. Okay. To, talk to an underage individual in any sneaky way or flirty mm. way or whatever. Th those stories for me personally are the worst of this bunch DK, because that to me goes beyond it, it, That takes it to that next level, you know, where, where you are talking with someone who is a legitimate criminal and that is just so disgusting disgusting and mm. i i can't believe that there is that mentality among some in pro wrestling obviously in society as a whole but in pro wrestling specifically where just because they get that adoration from a young fan that they think that gives them the right to make a pass on a young individual it, it is beyond disgusting to me and mm -hmm. Quite frankly, those people need to be facing charges in as far as I'm concerned. So 
unequivocally that that is not okay. I highly suggest if you are a younger individual and you are listening to this or you know someone who is a younger wrestling fan, they should never attend a wrestling show without an adult or without a supervisor of, of, of some sort. I, I genuinely believe that. I, I see no reason that anyone under 18 uh, should be going to a wrestling show alone. I, I just, I think that's been highlighted by all of this. Absolutely. And you got to look at social media too. Mm-hmm. It's so, so easy these days to get a hold of someone like your favorite independent wrestler. We're on all the platforms. It's kind of comes with the territory. Like, you know, we got to market ourselves. We got to get ourselves out there. If you're a good wrestler, in my opinion, you are on all the social media platforms. You're active. You're putting out content. You know what I mean? I, I won't take somebody seriously except for Timothy Thatcher as far as like being on social media, That's like true. if you're not on social media. Um, so we got to look at that too. Um, not only at the shows, but online. Um, and, you know, obviously that's harder. Uh, if, if we're talking about private messaging and all that stuff, but you know, it, it's just keep an eye out, you know, and if you are a young fan, you know, like it, messaging your favorite wrestler, that's one thing, but like, it, it, you got to look for the warning signs. Like it, if you're messaging them about a t-shirt to buy one, maybe, um, and then in that conversation starts going in a completely different direction, like that, that's just a red flag right there. Stick to business. This is a business. You as a wrestler, you are your own brand. You are your own business. So, like, stay to that. Like, you know, if someone's asking a question, like, that's one thing. But, like, when you start just, like, kind of having conversation, casual conversation like that with fans and, like, I don't know. That's just something I don't do. My Facebook is pretty open. I am almost maxed out on friends. I have almost 5,000. I know, personally, probably, like, 200 of them. So, like... (laughs) you know, anybody can message me and, you know, like people do message me all the time. That's the thing. When you're in the spotlight, you know, when you are a wrestler, people come to you. It's so easy for these predators that are unfortunately in our business because people just come to you. It's like literally, you know, shooting fish in a barrel. Like it couldn't be any easier for them. And that's, that's the part that sucks. Cause like, you know, someone with their guard down is going out of their way to, reach out to this person because they admire them in some way or, you know, they spoke to them and touched them in, in some manner, you know, not physically like their work touched them, whatever. Um, and, and then to, for the, a, a wrestler to take advantage of that is, is completely appalling and disgusting. And I, you should not have the platform that you do. You, you immediately do not deserve that. If you ever do anything. Like Absolutely. That, in my opinion. What do you think pro wrestling companies can do to, show that they are embracing making changes and attack this issue head on? Well, we've seen a lot of companies come out with codes of conduct. Uh, Limitless came out with one uh, themselves, actually. Um, And I'm liking that trend. Um, It's really going to come down to, okay, are these being taken seriously are these being enforced and it's gonna be tough to tell because you know the speak out movement it's it's never gonna fully go away but it's you know the i don't want to call it a trend but you know i don't don't know for lack of a better word the trend is gonna fade away and you know it's by the time shows come back regularly it's not gonna be as hot as it is right now um i don't and again i say hot that makes it sound like it's a good thing but you know what i mean it's not Um, as present yeah. Um, 
so you know, when when the time comes and shows are back in full force, uh, I know some companies are starting to kind of have them now in various states. But you know, when when wrestling is really truly back, it really is going to be important for these companies to actually enforce these codes of conduct and really be on the ball about it and really transparent with their core audience because that's what the people are going to want. And you look at all this, all the stuff with the speak out movement and then the, the COVID pandemic, I feel like people are going to be really hesitant to come out to shows and that, that hurts me. You know, that sucks because wrestling's fun and everybody should be able to enjoy it without any bullshit. So I just really think it's going to be important for companies to really, really stick to these codes of conducts, use, uh, use their heads and just, like I said, no passes. I don't care if it's your top star. If your top star is being a fuck, they don't deserve to be your top star. I'm sorry. Or anywhere near your company. I, I agree. I want to read the limitless wrestling code of conduct here for some of those who may have missed it. It is on limitlesswrestling.com and it is available for you to read on your own merit but I will go through it here quickly, as quick as I can. It's the Limitless Wrestling Code of Conduct, effective immediately as of June 22nd, 2020. Introduction. Limitless Wrestling has put together and in place this official code of conduct. Limitless was built on changing the local wrestling scene, but it is clear that the current landscape of the wrestling business needs to change in order to improve. With this code of conduct, we can accurately articulate our core values as a company and how we aim to keep our performer, staff, and fans as safe as possible. Limitless Wrestling, under zero circumstances, condones the following behavior. Racism, homophobia, transphobia, sexual abuse, or harassment, ableism, and discrimination towards anyone that is gender nonconforming. Any activity that encompasses the types of behavior listed above, including wrestler-to-wrestler, fan-to-wrestler, wrestler-to-fan, or fan-to-fan interactions, will result as an offense. Strike one. A warning is issued to the offender of the behavior in question. You will be reminded of the official code of conduct of the company, and your offense will be recorded in our records. Strike two. You will be subject to removal of the event. Your offense will be recorded, and your status of attending shows will be reviewed. No refund will be issued if you're removed in the middle of an event. Strike three. Immediate removal from the event, as well as a lifetime ban to all limitless and let's wrestle events. The strike system is intended to offer a chance of growth, understanding, and education towards a more diverse atmosphere. However, Limitless Wrestling reserves the right to act immediately with strike three penalties in any cases that management deems necessary. Questions and reporting, and this is the important part here for everyone to follow. During shows, Limitless Wrestling management may not be readily available to answer questions. However, any and all questions may be brought to the designated security guards for that show as well as the staff working the door of the event. Limitless staff and security members will be visible at events with limitless staff badges. Staff will immediately contact management for answers to questions that they may not be able to answer, and you can send questions or reports anytime after events by contacting any limitless social media account or emailing limitlesswrestling at yahoo.com. Limitless Wrestling is unable to oversee the actions of our roster, staff, and crew outside of events. We take pride in the individuals we work with, but we cannot control their actions on their own time. If any member of the Limitless Wrestling roster, staff, or crew is involved in any action that would violate the Code of Conduct, please bring it to our attention so we can look into it. The individual or individuals in question will be dealt with accordingly depending on the findings of their actions. Limitless Wrestling has and always will be a party. We just want to make sure the party is safe for all that are attending. What I like about that, DK, is that if, if you don't necessarily feel comfortable putting your name to something, 
you can anonymously send it along to the Limitless Wrestling email, limitlesswrestling at yahoo.com or any of the social media accounts. That way it provides a safe space for someone to put something forward that maybe they don't necessarily feel comfortable putting their name to. Absolutely. And that's important because, you know, if, if you are, if you are finding yourself in a situation like that, it can be hard to speak up. Like, I mean, I don't know personally, but I can only imagine I, I, the, the bravery of everyone that's spoken up this week is amazing. And so I, I, I can't even imagine. And, you know, God forbid something does happen to someone on our shows that just that anonymous factor might be enough to make someone feel at ease to be able to speak up. Yeah. I feel like that's really important. And Limitless is extremely inclusive and you should never feel uncomfortable reporting Mm. something. There are people that have been staples of Limitless shows or have worked high profile matches for Limitless who may not be a part of events going forward because of all this. And that's because people like Randy understand the importance of protecting others. And Randy, I can say this as his friend I know, and and you know it better than anyone, is maybe his very best friend, that this kind of thing is just absolutely rocking his world and how hard this whole situation has been for him. It's It's been really tough uh, to see, honestly. Randy, anyone who's met Randy knows how much of an upbeat, positive, just friendly and nice guy he is. And, you know, the last couple days, he, he's been off, you know, I'm not going to lie. He even for a one point logged off today, you know, he told us he was logging off, which is, I don't think is something that he's ever done. He's very like in tune with his phone and everything, you know, he's constantly on his phone, um, wheeling and dealing baby. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, this is very real stuff that we're dealing with here and it is rocking him because it, it, it's because he cares so much, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's really what it comes down to, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm shit, sitting here, shaking a little bit thinking about some of this stuff uh it, it's 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 just disgusting and awful stuff so yeah yeah it's definitely taking its toll on it sucks to see yeah and and it really does suck but i'm really glad to see that code of conduct i think that covers a lot of bases and if there's ever a suggestion that anyone out there has that maybe this doesn't cover maybe there was oversight just yeah. just slide into those DMs and let us know. You know, we want to hear that. And maybe there was oversight. Randy sent this to several people to look over. I looked over it. I'm sure you looked over it. There's <laughs> several. Okay, so you wrote it. So there you go. So <laughs> there have been there have been a lot of eyes that have been on this thing, and it's totally possible that we miss stuff as we've been missing things this entire time. Yeah, we already added something that uh, we already put it out, and something already got added to it that someone on Twitter spoke up about. Uh, and it was just an oversight, something that absolutely was supposed to be in there that just did not make it for whatever reason. But we've, we've added it. So this is definitely something that is going to this is not a set in stone thing. This is definitely going to grow over time, you know, however it needs to. Um, one thing I did want to touch about, on about that I've seen multiple people online kind of almost questioning um, the three strike system. Um, you know, the. the key part of that whole thing is we reserve the right to jump right to strike three. You know what I mean? So if you've never had an offense before, but if you're, if you're at one of our shows and you're really like pulling some nonsense, like you're going to get the lifetime ban immediately. Like we're not going to be giving warnings for drastic stuff here. Like 
we are more i wrote that in there more or less like okay what if we have a mentally disabled person that's attending our, one of our shows for the first time maybe they yell something that could be offensive to some uh okay let's or someone just says something with. really stupid yeah <laughs> Simple you know, as that. it could be something like that or you know it could be you know a 16 year old kid saying something stupid we've mm-hmm. all said stupid stuff as a teenager you know, it could be a situation like that. Okay, let's pull them aside. Let's pull up the code of conduct. Let's talk about it. What happened? What went wrong? Why is this not okay? You know what I mean? Just let's educate. Rather than just shut the door completely immediately, let's try to try to fix it. If they're not fixing their behavior, then we're talking, you know, a different story here. And so that's really like the intention of the quote-unquote three-strike system. You know, if there is any sexual abuse going on or anything like that, something ridiculous, like zero tolerance. It's yeah. With zero tolerance. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's something that people were overlooking a little bit. So I just wanted to touch on that. Like, no, that's good. That's good that, that you clarified that. And listen, guys, you have to be rational here. I think it's as simple as that. You have to be rational mm, and use your head. And there's, there's a line we we have fun. Listen, I, I can speak to this genuinely and wholeheartedly. There is nothing that I love more when I'm in that ring and you guys are screaming things at me and telling me how much of a loser I am and calling me a virgin and all that kind of stuff. It's 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 great. It's hilarious. It's whatever. But there's a line that can be crossed for everyone. So just think about that and be smart. And as DK said earlier, everyone is a person here at the end of the day. Everyone is a person. And you wouldn't want someone to do to you what you're doing to them if you're doing so in a negative capacity. So just be smart. And and that's really that. Um, In terms of like logistical stuff, do you think that and this is me genuinely asking, do you think pro wrestling companies should be separating locker rooms maybe a little more, anything like that? Absolutely. Um, locker room areas can be tricky. Um, I, you know, I'm not sure what a fan probably thinks, you know, they probably think it's like an actual locker room and there's either are always separated and, you know, we have this grand luxurious space with catering and stuff. It's not like that most of the time. Um, it really depends on the venue, but you know, a lot of times we're changing, you know, with, someone with their bag right next to you like shoulder to shoulder almost it really depends on the area but like it's it's pretty bad but regardless of that i know i've already talked to randy about this um we're gonna absolutely make sure that there's always an alternative area um for any individuals that feel like they need it um call it a women's locker room but you know if we do have a non-binary individual on the roster or anything like we're going to make sure that we have multiple places for people to change and get ready, um, regardless of whatever we're looking at Good. for locker room space. Good. Um, we'll do what we need to do. Um, I'm not sure what it is yet. We will cross that bridge when we get there, but that is going to absolutely be on our minds going forward. Um, and, you know, sometimes like uh, women wrestlers, like they, you know, at least from what I've seen at Limitless, like we all kind of just like, get changed in the same area and you know some might go and use the bathroom but like they they shouldn't have to do that they should be able to have sure. you know space where they can put their bag and you know have a private little area and um 
so we're going to absolutely make sure that uh, those needs are met and there for anybody that feels like they need them. I'm really proud to be a part of a company like this when you hear stuff like that. And I do believe that Limitless is one of the more progressive pro wrestling companies out there today. And I've heard that from people who don't have any association with Limitless, and that's good to hear. But it has been a really, 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 really crappy week hearing all this stuff, and it has just made me so sad. And I think, DK, about all the joy and happiness that pro wrestling has brought me, I think about the fulfillment that getting to perform in pro wrestling has given me. And I can't even imagine what it's given you in that sense in, in what you've been able to accomplish, which is 55 times greater than anything I have. And it's so sad. Sad is just the word that I keep coming back to to hear this stuff. And I just hope that we can say enough is enough and now make positive changes so that we don't have a big movement like this again. Yeah, we absolutely need to. And I, I really... I feel you, you know, sad's really the only, the only way to describe it. It's just sad. It should have, all this stuff should have never happened. Um, I just really hope that we can move forward and just like, I know we keep saying it, but just do better. We all just need to do better. Absolutely. Anything else you want to say for these limitless wrestling fans? It's been a while since they've heard from you, obviously in the given circumstances and your move and everything, anything you want to say to them? No, man. I mean, I'm just happy to be back on the podcast. Like, it's been a long time. Hopefully I can do this more. But, uh, you know, this this one isn't about me. No, just don't bring any of your don't bring any of your food creations, please. I got to have you on the show. I I told Randy the next time I'm up there, I will absolutely do a cook off with you because I can actually cook and I will happily do a cook off with you. And what are we making? I I think we should each make our own individual dish and, and leave it to the people to try and see which they prefer. All right. Unless I'm going to start brainstorming. We could do a full on chop thing where we just get some basket ingredients and it's go ahead Ooh. and make something. That would be fun. That would be fun. I'd, I'd potentially be down with that, but uh, uh, well, I'll I, have my people call your people and we'll figure it out. Okay. I, and by your people, you mean your cat. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Um, Maybe Randy. <laughs> uh, but listen, I'm I'm really glad that you were able to hop on here and talk about this stuff with me, and with all these people here that are listening. We are with you guys. We are with every Limitless Wrestling fan. We are with every pro wrestling fan. We are sorry that we are experiencing this together, but we are experiencing it together, and that's a good thing. And we can only hope that moving forward we can avoid these things and move towards a better future for pro wrestling and a new future for limitless wrestling. So we appreciate you listening in and we'll see you guys next time.